To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. And, and I think that's one of the things that's just so overwhelming, just to think of how many people have passed through these institutions and and how if we had been born mere decades earlier, you know, there's huge possibilities that many of us who are disabled, who live in communities now, would not have had the life that we've had. And yet there are still many disabled people who do live in institutions. And, and it, it's one of those things that's so difficult, I think, to sit with when you think about how this kind of economic framework also underlies the whole thing, too. When the whole real issue at the end of the day is that people are are different or are not as economically productive and that that somehow that eugenic debt burden then justifies this kind of treatment like sure you know that that could be called care but to me that's called a carcerality that's a carceral mindset this is carceral ableism this is a kind of logic that that this is for people's own good and this is a kind of you know good thing for society and the, and and I think largely um these ideas, which are horrific, right? The idea that an institution where you could have thousands of people buried and no one has any idea who lived and died there for decades and decades and decades, that that is still considered by so many people to be a good thing. I mean, Andrew Yang, when he was <laughs> running for mayor of New York, <laughs> said, let's open institutions again. The guy who won, Eric Adams, he's all for reopening institutions in New York. I mean, New York barely even has has closed its big hospital schools and asylums. I mean, this happened under the, you know, the final closures in New York started happening under Andrew Cuomo's dad, Mario Cuomo. So that's how recent this shit is. And even just that recently, you have politicians just unapologetically saying there are so many mentally ill people, we need asylums again. Yeah. And this is the piece I think that gets me so bad is like the exact same shit is happening in Canada, where I think it's especially the case in places where there is a toxic supply crisis as well. And where there is the worst housing crises is we see that like in British Columbia, they there's again, like people fighting to reopen the asylum that just closed, that they still haven't changed, like that they still haven't honored the graves of, that they still haven't counted the graves of. And they're fighting to reopen it and successfully did. And so such that like the social, like the new democratic party, the supposedly like socialist origin party in, in BC is fighting to reopen these institutions um, tooth and nail because they said, there's just too many mentally ill people around who never were cared for at the end of deinstitutionalization. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? So you're going to say that these people who have been forcibly unhoused, who are living in horrific rooming houses that like a developer burned down, that's what you're going to give them as an option is another institution. And like, I think one of the things like I should have mentioned earlier and, and is, is still so present is like, when we talk about the snake pits or when they talked about Christmas and purgatory, what they showed were like these really horrific places with um, what was essentially solitary confinement. Like that is, that is what yeah. it was. 
And we know that in group homes, in nursing homes, they have those exact same places. They have solitary confinement cells, even in the like. Oh, no, no, no. It's just administrative segregation. It's it's (laughs) so much more gentle, Megan. (laughs) It's so much more gentle. It's just gentle, mild solitary confinement. Like, I think about this in on the East Coast. There's (laughs) this group home in the middle of nowhere like literally a solitary home and they're like it's so good because it's just like he's so supported he only has supports around him and you're like he's in the middle of a forest being held in restraints for 14 hours a day what the fuck are you saying well no he's physically supported because the restraints are holding him up because they're maybe attached (laughs) to a bed frame or a wall you know he's he's vertical so it counts right it counts as support that's care <laughs> Sorry, you have to laugh to keep from you crying. Have to. Right? It's like it's like yeah, absolutely. To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com/deathpanelpod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes, and be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.